Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, welcome to the show today. I'm really looking forward to talking with George Akel. George is the founder of Govern HR, a brilliant HR business based in Sydney, Australia, with clients all around the world. And before I get into it, George, thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks so much, Ben. Really appreciate the opportunity to participate. Big fan of the podcast. Uh, (laughs) It always pings a light globe moment when I'm listening. There's always something new to learn. So thank you very much. Mm. Thank you very much. So yeah, George, you're the founder of Govern HR. Do you want to tell the listeners, what does Govern HR do? Well, Govern HR has two fundamental aspects to the business. The first one is HR riskonomics. And the second area is running HR as a business. So they're two that work together. They can be applied individually or as a consolidated package generally. I love that. And they're brilliant names. So yeah, can you explain a little bit more about the HR riskonomics? What kind of areas do you focus on within that? Really, HR riskonomics, you know, it's a strategic discipline that focuses on structurally recognizing and addressing risk and reducing it within an HR function. So Some of the categories, you know, you would look at the obvious risk categories that you would have is compensation, employee turnover, vendor management, payroll, implementation of technology, those sorts of things that come up every now and again, and you need some housekeeping around them. So policies, procedures, that sort of thing. Got it. And the other area is uh, running HR as a business. This is a very interesting one. Uh, The principal idea behind this approach is to align the HR practices to align them with the strategic goals of an organization and the financial objectives. It's very, very key there. And you find that Sometimes HR is losing its relevance or is finding itself lost within an organization. And looking at yourself as a business rather than a function tremendously changes the focus and allows you to reinvigorate the function, reassert your position at the table, so to speak, and to really get some runs on the board. So it's a very exciting I love that. It's such a great concept running HR as a business because I remember it was my first HR manager role. It was a manufacturing business and, you know, the traditional measures of, I don't know, employee turnover and days to hire and stuff like that. It felt like it wasn't necessarily connected to the business. So at that stage there were yield. So if you think of raw material in and the product out in between is the yield rate. So that was one of the measures that I put into place was yield because we could affect that by the quality of the hires, the training, supporting the quality assurance programs, things like that. But I think it's just such an area of opportunity. It's a golden opportunity for people who want to really step ahead a bit in the HR area to run HR as a business unit. I think it's a brilliant idea. Yeah. I mean, it lifts the whole platform. It's not one part of the organization. It's not the business partners. It's not the learning and development. It's not the competence. It's the entire function itself. And you find the spring and the step of the team 
once they've refocused on that. You're the head of HR. You're no longer really the head of HR. You're the CEO of HR. You're running that function as a business. You're starting to look at customer-centric approaches. You're looking at return on investment. You're focusing on innovation and continuous improvement. You're not just sitting there waiting for the ball to get to you. You're getting out there chasing it and getting your hands on it and running with it. It's tremendous, you know, and it allows you, once you've got that buzz around running HR as a business and you're really focusing on that, it allows you to be more transparent and to own the decisions, to be more accountable because you clearly have the competency, but now you have the confidence associated with that competency to really step forward rather than always being on the back foot. So I love it when we finish a project and it's a really feel-good situation. And I know from chatting earlier that you've done this many times with businesses and HR teams around the world, particularly through Asia as well. So you've seen it and you've seen the impacts. I think that's really, really great. So you've got HR Risconomics and then running HR as a business. What are the kind of problems or challenges that these programs solve for employers? You've got the risconomics. We look at that. You know, we look at it's designed to help organizations address a range of challenges to their human resources function. I mean, it could be anything from uh, compliance and legal risks. It could be something like succession planning. That's a big one that comes out because if you're a regulated organization, so you're listed on a stock exchange and you've got compliance requirements there to have good succession planning in place. That's a tremendous risk to not just HR, but to the organization. Crisis management's another big one. You find that a lot of organizations have let slip on their BCP approach. And we've seen through, you know, COVID, through earthquakes, through whatever, you've got to have it set there for you. And right through to tech implementations. I mean, there are a lot of inherent risks in selecting the right product, then implementing it, training the people, and then running it as a live production. So they're the sorts of things from a, a risconomics perspective. From running it as a business, you know, treating the HR function as a strategic partner with a business mindset, a big shift in the way you think, um, helps organizations address various challenges and achieve their objectives. Some of these could be alignment with business goals. Now, HR needs to be more adaptive, needs to be more ready for changes and shifts in the market conditions to be able to maneuver with those. We can't continue to be an ocean liner that takes, you know, eons to slow down and change course. We've got to be nimble and quick, particularly today when things are so dynamic with this hybrid working and mergers and acquisitions and those sorts of things. Right through to cost control and efficiency, it's another big thing. You know, it's not just HR's costs. Understanding and running it as a business, you're not just looking at your direct costs as an HR function. You're looking at your HR-influenced costs. So how many Temps and contractors as the organization have, how much you're spending on learning and development, how much you're spending on severance, how much you're spending on recruitment. I mean, these are, although not direct costs of HR, they're not salaries and benefits of the HR staff, but they are influence. It's about that ownership and accountability. So sometimes when you're looking at running HR as a business, it's brought along by the HR function who identifies that they've got a problem or they're not feeling the love. 
Other times it's from a chief administrative officer or the chief operating officer who's got a concern about the alignment or the setup or the structure of the HR function, and they want to have a talk about that. So they're the yeah. sorts of areas and, and challenges that we, we help address. If someone's listening to this, whether they're an HR leader or a business leader within the organization, and they're thinking, yeah, this HR risk approach, I think it's really smart, or yeah, I'd love to get HR running as a business in a way. How could they work with you? How would that be delivered to them, let's say? Ben, we, you know, we can vary it to suit the needs. We've got one-hour lunch and learn sessions, and, and oh, they're yeah. quite effective where you sit down and people can bounce ideas. We can talk about the concepts. They can tell me about what's going on in the organization, what's the current business landscape and that often brings out a lot of ideas you know sparking bouncing ideas off each other and at the end of it we put that together we can come back with a proposal or we can start addressing issues on the go another one is the workshops and consulting projects so you know small workshops for a specific area within the organization or special projects, consulting projects where there is a specific area. And some of those have been in the past, it's not always about this, but you know, fraud investigation is one of them. The other one is managing a difficult vendor. They've got an issue with a vendor, it's getting a bit sticky and coming as a fresh set of eyes and a you know intermediary there to work things out and resolve it. Vendor management is a very key area that I, I see a lot of issues with. Because HR is so focused on the people, on the organization, sometimes we become, we forget who's the vendor and who's the client. <laughs> and that really spins around. And some vendors, not through push, but, you know, just through osmosis almost, you know, that transition just becomes normal and HR's on the back foot and it's the vendor is running the relationship. So yeah. that's that one. And, and the other one is, is training sessions. We do training sessions. We've got some strategic ones that we run and we also do some bespoke. So someone may have a certain requirement and we, you know, with turnover and things like that, you want to re-educate your team. You want to keep risk front of mind all the time because let's face it, Ben, HR in most organizations manages the most significant part of the PL, the largest expense in the organization, human capital. So you're not just managing the financials of that, you're also managing the human capital itself. You're the gatekeeper coming in, everything from the interviewing process right through to the screening process, the approval, the onboarding. The introduction, I mean, how many times do you see statistics that tell you people who have a negative onboarding experience yeah. are more likely to leave within the first 12 to 18 months? It's a serious aspect. So they're the sorts of things that we do there, yeah. I love it. Really practical. And I know people can check the show notes for your background and some of the story there, but you can actually deliver because you're an accountant by trade once upon a time. Is that correct? Sometimes when I'm doing speaking events, I'm not sure whether to admit that or not ah, because you've got uh, different audiences. This is a safe space, George. Thank you. Did I move from the dark side to the light side or did I move from the light side to the dark side? Yes, you're quite correct. My career started off by profession. I'm an accountant, worked in finance for a long time. And you wouldn't believe it, though. I moved into HR through a cost center change. 
many, many moons ago. And because that happened, I stayed in HR. And I think bringing that business management background and to the point of running HR as a business. So understanding all those key areas and also from a finance background, audit background, you know, you're looking at risk all the time as well. So this is my decision. What are the flow on effects? Who are the stakeholders? Where are the handshakes? You know, and making sure that you're covering all that. And I think for an HR person listening to this, they would think, oh, I've got a brilliant initiative I'm going to suggest and try to implement. But then in some cases may not look at that bigger picture where it fits into the organization, whether it's cost management, whether it's key stakeholders, all that kind of stuff. I know most and many are brilliant at it. Others may require some support or that expertise. Absolutely. Now you're kind of everywhere. So my question is, how do you get the word out about Govern HR and also about your service areas, the HR economics and running HR as a business? So how do you get the word out about the business? Well, I've been doing speaking events. I worked on a few speaking events with the HRD in Australia, HR Director Australia program. They're a brilliant group. They bring together lots of subject matter experts and HR folks. I was at one earlier this week. We were covering learning and development and I covered the topic of governance and risk within the learning and development area. I've got one in a few weeks with the Institute of Public Accountants here in Australia at their uh, annual convention. So that'll be another exciting opportunity to share knowledge, share experience, and also meet great people. You really get to meet a lot of interesting and bright people at these functions. So that's fun. I also post on LinkedIn, you know, some business cases, some case studies and share with that, get some feedback from people. It's always good to get some feedback and hear what other people think and what other people have faced as well in similar circumstances. So So I've seen your LinkedIn stuff and some of your stories are quite hilarious. So if you're listening to this on the go, do check out George and connect with him on LinkedIn, but follow some of the posts. When I say hilarious, it's in some of them are scary. The costs associated with, (laughs) I think there was one where someone was being paid for maybe years, even though they were left or died or something. It's incredible HR risk stuff as well as the HR as a business unit. The thing is, Ben, you know, as I said, we forget it, not running it as a business, you forget the responsibilities you have and the financial and reputational risk that's at stake there. We underestimate that. You get a higher wrong, your reputation can be trashed, right? You commit a fraud, you terminate someone or you don't do it properly. If you're a poor employer, you know, word gets around, you're treading a tightrope when you're doing it and you need to understand that so yeah some of these stories are funny as you say (laughs) uh, in hindsight yeah at the time quite scary yeah very good so yeah i mean i've kind of alluded to linkedin there but i was going to ask if people want to learn more about govern hr or about hr riskonomics or running hr as a business what should they do next look they can connect on linkedin always a good place to start they can go to the Govern HR website and we're offering a one hour HR deep dive, have a chat, discuss it, obligation free, cost free, bounce some ideas around. And that's always a good place to start where there's no pressure and we can talk candidly about issues and see if it fits, if it works. Brilliant. And also if you're organizing a conference or whatever, I've seen George speaking before and you know that's what connected us. So 
definitely I'd approach him about potentially speaking there because he's got so much wisdom. And as I said, also the war stories, the funny stuff. When I say funny, <laughs> it's just interesting. Maybe to outside of the world of HR, it's not so amusing, but I just think it's fascinating. Some of the stuff you've dealt with and problems you've fixed. So brilliant. Can you give us the website address? It's governhr.com. One Great. word, G-O-V-E-R-N-H-R.com. George, A-K-L-E. A-K-L-E for the LinkedIn. Brilliant. And we'll have that in the show notes. If you're listening to this on the go, we'll have the website address and George's LinkedIn profile. But otherwise, I've loved learning about HR risconomics and also running HR as a business and seeing some of the challenges that Govern HR solves. So thank you for sharing that, sharing some of your stories as well. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. Thanks again, Ben, for the opportunity. Wonderful talking to you. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.